Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Well, welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. It is wonderful to have you with me. This is a podcast of trends and ideas shaping our society. And sometimes I sidestep the headlines in order to get to what I think are the more salient things. I'm going to do that in this episode. We could talk about spy balloons. We could talk about the war in Ukraine. We could talk about inflation. We could talk about the upcoming presidential race. And I'm sure we will eventually talk about all of that. But I want to talk to you about another trend that comes a little bit from the headlines, but is working in our society, in our culture. And I think it's critical. Many of you are leaders who listen to this podcast, and I think that uh, it's important that we ponder this and act on it as we can. Uh, Unless you've been on Mars, you know probably that the Grammys aired on February the 6th. And that night, the big news coming out of the Grammys was a performance of a song called Unholy. Madonna introduced the song. An artist by the name of Sam Smith and also Kim Petras performed it, and it was quite shocking. The room was drenched in red light. Sam Smith was dressed up uh, as a satanic figure wearing a top hat with horns um, in a red robe. There was a lot of gyrating and a lot of carrying on, and the song was intended to be not only the performance, but the song itself, demonic, exalting of the satanic, and reflective of evil. That was the idea. Now, many people, of course, were upset about the demonic nature of this thing and on international television, and I get that. But I want to tell you that I was not as bothered by that as I was by another thing happening in the same performance. Let me explain. Because I'm around artists a lot, my wife is a songwriter and producer and works in the arts, and I'm just, as a result, I'm around a lot of artists and have studied the arts in America formally in grad school and so on. I'm a little less surprised that when artists want to get attention, they go dark, they go evil, they go sexual. I had never heard of Sam Smith before that night. Now he's done a demonic performance and everybody's talking about him. It's been done before. In the 1960s, the Rolling Stones did a song called Sympathy for the Devil. They did an album entitled His Satanic Majesty's Request. On that album, not one song mentions Satanism or Satan, but they named the album that because, hey, it was the counter-revolution, it was the 60s, and it was cool to go dark. Now, I think we found later at the Altamont Speedway, and those of you who know the story, I'll, I'll leave it with you, that the Rolling Stones were indeed summoning things they didn't realize they were summoning, and Mick Jagger has admitted as much. But my point is that I'm not that surprised that artists, uh, rock and roll, contemporary, cutting-edge artists, would lean to the demonic when they want to attract a crowd. So now everybody's talking about Sam Smith and Kim Petras, and we barely knew their names before. So that's fine. I understand it. I'm obviously a Christian and don't want satanic things exalted, but I don't tend to primarily focus on that. 
I'll tell you what I focused on when I watched the performance after the fact. I did not watch the Grammys that night. I was traveling, um, but but somebody called me and I, you know, got right away to YouTube and saw the performance. I'll tell you what bothered me, and it's something that bothers me a lot about what happens in pop culture, in film, in music, etc. And it has to do with the role of women. Now, I believe, let me state my first principles first, I believe that women are noble and beautiful and amazing and that good men should be loving them, protecting them, caring for them, cheering them on, and partnering with them. I have a wife I adore. She's capable and confident and strong, and there are ways she protects me, and there are ways I protect her, and we cheer each other on, and we achieve things, and I'm crazy about her at every level. And I think that, that that's the way it ought to be, that, that men and women should be helping each other and encouraging each other and loving each other and protecting each other in the various areas of their strengths. That said, and I'm a Christian, so yes, I believe in all those biblical truths about marriage and husbands loving their wives and laying down their lives for their wives and all of that kind of thing. But a lot of what happens in art today, especially pop art and definitely porn, we'll talk about that in a minute, puts women down and mistreats them in the name of art And women who might otherwise call themselves feminists or advocates for their womanhood participate in this stuff, and it's derogatory to them. For example, in this unholy performance, I'm talking about the the name of the song, not my evaluation of it, although, yes, it was unholy. Um, In this performance, women are scantily clad, as always. Um, They're put in cages. They are clearly the subjects of the demon figure, of the Satan figure, uh, Sam Smith. A couple of times, they are all on their knees in front of this Satan figure. A number of times, they crawl towards his midsection. Get ready for a sexual reference, parents. Excuse me. They crawl towards his midsection as though they are all going to perform a sex act on him. Women are the subjects. Women are put down. Women are there for their bodies. Women are worshiping the demon figure. Women are in cages. Women are in bondage. Why in the world, I have to ask rhetorically, why in the world would a woman engage in this kind of art? Haven't we just gone through the Me Too moment? Haven't we awakened to sexual abuse? Aren't we looking and examining the diminishing of women, the putting down of women, the mistreating of women? Aren't, aren't, have, aren't we having conversations about how our arts and our film and our porn and our even our humor contributes to certain ideas about women sexually and women being lesser beings and women being objects to be molested or abused. I'm mystified that this was the big art piece in the 2023 Grammys because it, it was just shy of an orgy. And so I'm going to surprise some of you, though I'm a devoted Christian and I believe in demons. And of course, I believe that both the Stones and everybody since, and certainly uh, Sam Smith the other night with Kim Petras, were connecting to glorifying of evil. The thing that strikes me most, because that other thing goes on, the glorifying of evil goes on all the time. The thing that strikes me most is its total put down and objectification of women. 
And I, I have, it's the same attitude I have towards porn. Women are willing participants in porn. And yet I haven't seen that much porn in my life, but I have seen porn. I grew up in Europe. I was a young teenage boy looking for it, just like most other teenage boys. I wasn't a Christian yet. And the porn I saw always had women being subjugated, always had women being molested on the U-Bahn, the German subway, and then liking it and going to the to the bedroom with the guy who had put his hand up her skirt um, on the U-Bahn. Women were always being subjugated, always being dominated, always having to be taken, so to speak. Well, no wonder a generation of young men believed that that's how you flirted with, got for a date, conquered a woman. You captured her. You took her. You you touched her inappropriately at at the locker in high school. That's what we believed. That's what we were taught. That's how it went. And then people started getting arrested for it. Well, I'm not putting that down. I mean, obviously, it's a crime to sexually molest a woman. But I'm talking about in our cool culture with women who could make other choices, why is this the art that we are showing? We know the young watch the Grammys. So now we've had a whole generation of young men, and by the way, young women, watching this Sam Smith performance with women basically crawling around like servile sexual playthings and dominated. So I'm concerned about this because I do a great deal for men. By the way, I'm going to do the same theme in my podcast for men called Great Man. Uh, as soon as I'm finished recording right now, I'm going to then do my recording for the Great Man podcast, and I'm going to turn the same information towards men because I believe that men are meant to be outspoken advocates for women and that men and women have a mutual admiration protection society going, should have anyway, in which they propel each other forward. But I believe that much of what women voluntarily participate in and men, of course, encourage puts women down and is damaging to them. And thus we have the molestations, and thus we have entire religions wrapped around the idea that women are second or tertiary class. We have entire movements. You don't think there's a connection between what the performance at the Grammys and women having a hard time breaking glass ceilings? Now, on the one hand, we have great breakthrough for women in our age. We have women executives and CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. We've got women running for president. We've got just we, we've had tremendous breakthrough, and I'm grateful for all of it. Okay, I've often joked on this podcast and my one for men that I've got a 32 year old daughter. I want her to be everything. I want her to be the queen. I want her to be the president. I want her to be the CEO. I want her to be the general. Uh, she grew up believing that she could become anything her gifts and God had called her to do, and she is doing that, and I'm grateful. So I'm an advocate for women and uh, and believe in it. Believe in women, believe in their calling, uh, and believe in the productive, holy, protective, nurturing relationship between men and women. What mystifies me is that we still have this garbage going on in our society. Not so much the demonic stuff. Uh, that's that's old hat and expected, and it's just all kinds of evil coming to the fore, and especially being manipulated for artistic and marketing reasons. What bugs me is that both genders are such willing participants in this. Really? A guy standing on stage drenched in red light and a whole lot of well-built women crawling to his midsection in some kind of servile, beaten down way? What? Who allowed this? 
If I got up at the Grammys to make a speech of any kind and put women down in any way, I would be vilified, banned, canceled, and probably rightly so. I mean, it's all imaginary, so I don't know what I said in my mind that got me in this trouble. But we can have a performance that has women in cages, women chained, women uh, made to dance around in ways that use their their physical parts as just uh, almost playthings and jokes. Um, women uh, almost in, in, engaged in symbolic sex on a stage, women completely put down in that performance. And by the way, attended by an introduction by Madonna and the big discussion the next day was how she looked uh, and how badly she looked. And, and she said, this is a lot of sexism and ageism. And she was right. She was right. A man probably never would have been spoken of that way. The point is there is a bias about women. And here's my accusation. Both men and women are engaged in facilitating it. Why did those women dance in that performance? Why did the Grammys allow it? Why does pop culture accept it? Why aren't people as angry at uh, Sam Smith and Kim Petras? And, you know, if if we're going to have cancel culture, why aren't they talking about canceling them as opposed to celebrating them and giving them an award? You see the hypocrisy of it. You see the problem. So, I'm concerned. I'm concerned about the the safety and protection of women in the world. I'm concerned about their their rise and their freedom and their ability to walk in the world unmolested. And I'm saying we are hypocrites as a society because on the one hand, we talk about feminism and women breaking glass ceilings. On the other hand, though, we support arts and encourage attitudes that are anti-woman. And by the way, I'll be talking in my Great Man podcast about a movement, MGTOW. Maybe you've heard of it. I've heard it pronounced MGTOW or MGTOW or guys pronounce it different ways. But it's men going their own way, MGTOW. It's men who have probably been through divorces, men who have been mistreated by women, men who have been mistreated by the courts regarding women, men who who feel themselves diminished and maybe sidelined for promotions and things of that nature because of a a kind of a cultural feminism, and they're done. They have no intention to get married um, because they think they'll get screwed in the courts if there's ever divorce, because they know of stories where a guy got married, very successful man, married a woman with nothing. They were married six months or a year, and the woman ended up walking away with most of what the guy had. Uh, I've talked to these lawyers. I've talked to these men. I've been interviewed on these shows. Not that I'm supporting the movement. I'm not. I'm a Christian. I'm obviously, we go a different direction, but I'm happy to, to have the dialogue with them and try to talk them out of it and try to hear their story. And since I do a lot with men, I'm talking to men who are influenced by this MGTOW, MGTOW movement, men going their own way. And it's a cultural reaction. It's basically a kind of a hatred for and resentment of women. And it's also a, a recognition that, again, in the weird hypocrisy of our society, that you have women being preferred in some areas over men, and then you have things like the Grammys and porn and the other areas in which women are horribly denigrated. We have a problem in this society, and I speak as a husband, I speak as a father, I speak to a friend uh, to a, of a lot of women, I speak as an employer of women, you know, number of roles I have, I oversee women and have women on staff and working at a university and what have you, love them all, all the women in my life, I'll tell you frankly, they know I love them, I admire them, and I want them to achieve everything they want to achieve, and I'm going to help them and cheer them on, which is why... Uh, both in those roles and as a Christian, I'm furious 
at how our culture is talking freedom for women and then constantly putting them down, denigrating them, treating them as sex objects, and being shocked by Me Too moments as a result. It's something we need to deal with. It's something we need to talk about. It's something we need to recognize. And by the way, let's not let Hollywood off the, off the hook. Hollywood's encouraging this stuff as much as anybody else. So, yeah, we've got a war in Ukraine and we've got Chinese spy satellites and we've got other issues going on. All that needs to be talked about. But we can't let this Grammy moment go by where women are being denigrated and put down and manipulated and used for their parts and made to do just servile, disgusting stuff in the name of art. But oh my gosh, the slightest rudeness towards a woman the next day in popular media and people go crazy and want to cancel. Why are we such hypocrites? We need to analyze this. And I would suggest, of course, that we somehow let it slide when it has to do with Hollywood. We somehow let it slide when it has to do with sex, but that we've got to get clear. We got to get clear about it in the church. We got to get clear about it in our culture. We got to get clear about it in our institutions. Uh, you, you might be, some of you may be surprised that I've mentioned the church first. Yeah, we found there's been a lot of sexual abuse covered up by various institutions and denominations. We're just now getting clean about it. We need to get clean everywhere. But one area we need to get clean in is, is letting it pass in our popular media, the very popular media we let our children watch. Let's get right. Let's get clean. Let's not just have a Me Too moment. Let's have a cultural cleaning of house and get this right. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular global speaker, and senior fellow for public leadership at Palm Beach Atlantic University. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.